international broadcasting lives on 5085. The big one. WTWW. Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy your cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites, and build interest in the amateur radio hobby, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of, Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast, with your host, Denny J, K5DCC, in the Digicom Cafe Communications Network. Enjoy and participate in Denny's reality radio activities of the day, in this dynamic cafe cast, as he builds each daily episode, segment by segment, with amateur radio contacts, interviews, nets and interesting news from around the world. Now grab a glass, and fill it up with some radio on the rocks. Good morning once again. It's time for another episode of Radio on the Rocks for Sunday, January 19th, 2020. It's 8.15 and let's see what the weather is today. Alexa, forecast. Currently, in Omaha it's 27 degrees Fahrenheit with clear skies and sun. Today, you can expect mostly sunny weather with a high of 39 degrees and a low of 15 degrees. Well, I wonder what the weather is like where you are. Uh, We have this new interactive blog. I just call it my show notes, but it's actually a blog. And it's uh, as dynamic as this podcast. We keep adding uh, material to it and changing it up throughout the day until the end of the day before I go to bed, I button it up and put her to sleep. So today, we have no idea again where it's going to go, but we're going to start out with Amateur Radio Newsline, like we do on every Sunday. And again, I want to thank Don Wilbanks for giving us permission to use this in our podcast. So as we get ready for church and uh, go about our activities this morning, I'll turn you loose on Amateur Radio Newsline, but we will be back for more. Keep checking up on us. I have the link to our show notes in the podcast, uh, little show notes feed there, so you can Go right into our Mighty Networks platform and uh, follow along there in our blog also. I also encourage you to check out uh, Instagram. We do have uh, an account there, Digicom Cafe, and we'll be posting pictures and videos and things throughout the day to also inform you of some of our amateur radio activities. So have a blessed Lord's Day. We'll be back after lunch. Enjoy Amateur Radio Newsline. Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2203 with a release date of Friday, January 17th, 2020 to follow in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a QST. A tragic drowning halts at the expedition. Hams step up after a volcano in the Philippines and troubles flock to a tower in Texas. All this and more as Amateur Radio Newsline report number 2203 comes your way right now. From around the world, this is Newsline, Amateur Radio's independent on-the-air news and bulletin service. Now, reporting from Bloomington, Indiana, here's Neil Rapp, WB9 VPG. 
We begin this week's report with news from the Rotuma Expedition 3D2AG Portable. All operations have gone QRT following a personal tragedy. The drowning of the 11-year-old son of Antoine 3D2AG, who had been on the air from Rotuma in the Republic of Fiji since the 21st of December. The child drowned on the 9th of January and his body was found in deep water. The entire Newsline staff extends heartfelt condolences to Antoine and his family. In the Philippines, hams activated quickly following the eruption of a volcano near Manila. John Williams, VK4JJW, has that report. The eruption of the Taal volcano near the Manila metro area in the Philippines on January 12th spurred an activation of the Ham Radio Emergency Operations, or HERO, network of the Philippine Amateur Radio Association. According to a report from Paris Thelma Pascua, DU1IVT, and Jojo Vincencio, DU1VHY, as conditions worsened with power blackouts, hams became active on the 2-metre calling frequency and were joined by Para Club, DX1ACE, and others in their respective areas. Ashfall had begun to affect metropolitan Manila, even northern Quezon City. The southern cities were reported to be seriously impacted. DX1ACE began a relief effort to assist evacuees in the Batangas area evacuation centres. IARU Region 3 Disaster Committee Chairman Danny YB2TJV issued a notice that 40 metres was also being monitored. By January 13th, however, a change in wind direction had given Metro Manila a relief from the ashfall. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm John Williams, VK4JJW. AMs are on the scene in Puerto Rico, helping an island shaken by the latest tremors. Here's Christian Kudnick, K0STH, with the details. With thousands of people displaced following a 6.4 magnitude earthquake and a later 5.9 magnitude tremor, volunteers from the Amateur Radio Emergency Service, or ARES, are in Puerto Rico assisting the American Red Cross. Although commercial telecommunications remained largely intact and most of the island's power was back on, hams were handling health and welfare traffic on VHF and UHF and at Red Cross headquarters as of midweek. The ARRL's Ham Aid Fund was also sending equipment. Puerto Rico Section Manager Oscar Resto, KP4RF, told the ARRL that radio operations are being used as a backup in case further quakes occur. According to the U.S. Geological Survey, the quakes are among more than 500 to strike the Caribbean territory since late December. The recent quakes are said to have caused $110 million worth of damage. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Christian Kudnick, K0STH. From the Sultanate of Oman comes word of the death of its longtime leader, a notable ham radio operator. Jason Daniels, VK2LAW, tells us more. An amateur radio operator who was also the longest tenured monarch in the Arab world has become a silent key. Sultan Qaboos bin Sayed, Alpha 41 Alpha Alpha, was credited with transforming the Sultanate into a modern developed state since becoming its ruler in 1970. The Royal Omani Amateur Radio Society, Alpha 47 Romeo Sierra, notes on its webpage that it was created in 1972 under his patronage. Various media outlets recalled him as a man of peace. 
A BBC report noted that although no cause of death was confirmed, the Sultan had been in Belgium in December seeking medical treatment, presumably for cancer. Sultan Qaboos, who died Friday, January 10th, was aged 79. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jason Daniels, VK2LAW. The Sultan's name is now added to the list of other notable silent keys, including King Hussein of Jordan, JY1, India's Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi, VU2RG, the King of Thailand, HS1A, and United States Senator Barry Goldwater, K7UGA. In Germany, hams are mourning the unexpected death of well-known DXer Peter Glossmacher, DK5DC, slash AA6M. Peter, who was an ARRL member and a DXCC card checker, became a silent key on the 12th of January. A familiar face to many at ham radio Friedrichshafen, Peter was also the author of a monthly DX column for the Deutscher Amateur Radio Club's magazine. He was also district chair for DARC in Westphalia South. Peter Glassmacher was 68. In late December, Newsline reported on a Massachusetts neighborhood's battle with a local ham's work in progress, his 80-foot amateur radio tower. That battle is over. Kent Peterson, KC0DGY, brings us the follow-up story. Mikhail Filipov, KD1MF, will not be building his ham radio tower after all. His Framingham, Massachusetts neighbors have prevailed in their challenge to the city building permit he had been issued, saying it was done improperly. On Wednesday, January 8th, the city's Zoning Board of Appeals agreed, saying that the project did not meet the necessary setback requirements. Neighbors have been fighting the 80-foot steel structure, saying it would be an eyesore and damage property values. Mikhail has already poured the foundation but halted the construction after last month's meeting ended with no further action. His attorney, Fred Hopengarten, told local reporters he was waiting for the zoning official's written opinion before deciding whether and how to proceed. McHale has the option for reapplying for a building permit. Zoning officials have said if he chooses that route, the building commissioner should review a state law that would require the project to undergo a site plan review. McHale also has the option of appealing the zoning board's decision in court instead. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kent Peterson, KC0, DGY. Another tower, this one in Texas, is having issues with hygiene. Mike Askins, KE5CXP, explains. So you think you have troubles maintaining your tower? Well, consider this. In Kingsville, Texas, on the U.S.-Mexico border, about 300 turkey vultures have established a resting place on a radio tower owned and operated by the United States Customs and Border Protection Agency. The birds of prey aren't nesting there or even laying eggs, but federal officials are calling for the problem to be eliminated because of what the birds themselves have eliminated. Use your imagination. Whatever it may be, when it leaves the bird, it drops 300 feet to whatever may be beneath. Now, according to various news reports, the vultures have made this a habit for more than six years. But the government has finally declared that what comes out of these vultures has created too much of the wrong kind of pileup. Workers climbing the tower come into contact with the various corrosive substances, which are also landing on supports, rails, and catwalks, according to a Department of Homeland Security memo. 
The birds are under the protection of the 1918 Migratory Bird Treaty Act, and no one has indicated a desire to harm them, but officials are seeking a solution. Customs officials are considering some net control. Not the kind that handles check-ins, but the kind that will prevent the birds themselves from any further check-ins. By summer, the agency hopes to get netting draped over the tower to prevent future RF, uh, roosting flock, interference. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Mike Askins, KE5CXP. Time for you to identify your station. We are the Amateur Radio Newsline, heard on bulletin stations around the world, including D-Star Reflector 91 Charlie at 7.30 p.m. Melbourne, Australia time on Wednesdays or 0830 UTC. A major gathering of worshipers in India once again has amateur radio operators looking out for everyone. Jim Meachins at L2BHF has that report. In West Bengal, India, the annual Hindu pilgrimage, known as the Ganga Saga Mala, is a time for prayer and spiritual renewal. This year, as in previous years, as hundreds of thousands of worshippers converge at Ganga Saga Island, they could again rely on amateur radio operators to help keep them safe in the massive crowd where devotees have been known to wander off and lose their way back to friends and family. Using the special call sign 8T2G, the West Bengal Radio Club, VU2WB, was operating on-site with support from the National Institute of Amateur Radio, VU2NRO, and the Indian Institute of Hams, VU2IIH. Activities at the cultural and spiritual festival include a dip in the water, where the River Ganges meets the Bay of Bengal. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Meachin, ZL2BHF. According to a news report on Tuesday, January 14th, the West Bengal hams have successfully tracked down a teenager who was in the process of being kidnapped by three youths. The girl, who was released when the trio ran off, had been reported missing earlier by her grandparents. In New Mexico, a grant is helping one ham club realize its goal of linked repeaters. Stefan Kinford, N8WB, has those details. The Valencia County Amateur Radio Association KC5OUR will soon be able to link its three repeaters in New Mexico to one another with the help of a $1,900 grant from Walmart. A check has been presented to the club from the company, which gives such gifts annually to assist community service projects undertaken by nonprofit organizations. Linked repeaters will prove especially useful for the county's first responders during emergencies and for major public events. According to the Walmart website, cash grants awarded each year range from two $250 to $5,000. The Ham Radio Club's grant was among the more than $42 million in local grants awarded in the 2019 fiscal year. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Stephen Kinford, N8WB. 
December Yoda month is always a hit with young operators around the world, but this past December gave hams in the Americas something more to celebrate. Youth operators in the Americas logged nearly 12,500 CUSOs during the global event. According to a report from organizers, including coordinator Bryant Rascal, KG5HBO, there were 18 operators in North and South America using single sideband, CW, digital modes, and satellites. Globally, there were 48 special call signs active, logging nearly 129,000 contacts. Newsline takes particular pride in Bryant, who was our Young Ham of the Year for 2018. The youth activations in the Americas are a prelude to an unprecedented experience this summer, the first youth-oriented radio camp taking place in the Western Hemisphere in Ohio this coming June. Hams disheartened by the sunspot shortage might want to think of the aurora borealis as a bright spot for reasons that may surprise you. Jim Dameron in a TMW explains. So you're hoping for a QSO with a ham in Alaska. Depending upon where you live, you might require a K-index of 3 or lower, a sign that solar storms won't mess up propagation. Of course, if what you're hoping for is an eyeball QSO with someone there, you might have wanted to consider a K-index of 8 or even 9 the maximum. It not only brings an aurora borealis in all its glory, it saved travelers money with one airline if they booked a trip to Fairbanks or Anchorage, timing the visit with the highest predicted indexes. The very highest ones provided discounts of as much as 35% on tickets bought through January 17th for travel until February 12th. The marketing gimmick by Alaska Airlines celebrates the solar storms, something we hams tend to curse if we're on HF. The campaign's slogan? The more intense the lights, the more you save on flights. Most of us, however, are waiting for an alternate slogan. Forget that big vacation. We're needing propagation. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jim Dameron, N8TMW. One of the younger members of a radio society in Britain has become the first recipient of a trophy created to honor a silent key. Jeremy Boot, G4NJH, has that story. There is nothing else quite like the Berry Radio Society's Memorial Trophy, which was crafted from a rare vintage French-made transmitting tube, a Philips QB411000 valve, mounted on a hardwood base made out of a church pew. The trophy is a tribute to a ham considered by the Radio Society to have been like no other, Peter Smith, G2DPL, the group's longtime treasurer, who died last year of cancer. Society members told the Berry Times newspaper that over the years Peter Smith, who worked as a network engineer, had spoken often at meetings on the subject of power transmission, and that many of his stories contained amusing outcomes of what could and did go wrong. He had been a radio amateur since 1968. The trophy was presented at the December meeting to Sean Redmond, M7DOS, by Society Chairman Peter Butterworth, G0GPH, recognising Sean's commitment to promoting the club and serving as an example to other young amateurs. Sean is the G2DPL Trophy's first recipient. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. In the world of DX, there's still time to work special event station TM70TAAF, which was activated by Francois F8DVD on the 12th of January and will be on the air until the 26th. 
The activation commemorates the 70th anniversary of the first ham radio contacts made with the French Southern and Antarctic lands while scientific research stations were being built there. QSL by the Bureau or direct, all QSOs will be uploaded to Logbook of the World. Norbert DJ9RB is on the air from southern India until the 24th of January, operating as VU2RBQ. Listen for him on 80, 40, 30, and 20 meters using CW QSL via his home call. Our final story celebrates the public service spirit that thrives in all amateur radio operators, especially this one in California. Here's Dave Parks, WB8ODF, with his story. Ask Carl Garrick, N6RNC, whether it's an honor being named Citizen of the Year for 2020, and he'll say, yes. No surprise there. The retired California Correctional Institution sergeant has been busy giving back to the community he's called home for 43 years. He volunteers with the Civil Air Patrol, the Tehachapi Search and Rescue, the American Red Cross, the Salvation Army Amateur Radio Club, and the Tehachapi Ham Radio Club. He also volunteers as an ambassador with the Greater Tehachapi Chamber of Commerce, which joined with the Tehachapi News in conferring the honor recently. According to the news reports, Carl was also singled out because of his volunteer work with the local Mountain Festival, where he's donated his efforts since 1980. He's also a regular at the Fall Business Showcase and the Christmas Parade. Ask Carl about any other honor, and he won't hesitate to add one more. Ham radio operator. It's no secret that this longtime hobby of his became his gateway to a life of altruism. He told the newspaper, quote, Because of ham radio, I've helped out quite a bit. I set it up for fires, and for the Salvation Army and Red Cross, I have it available so I use it, end quote. Four decades after finding a home in this California community, this citizen of the year is at home helping preserve it. He told the newspaper, this is our home, and it's time to take care of your home. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Dave Parks, WB8ODF. With thanks to Al Jazeera. Alaska Airlines, Amateur News Weekly, the ARRL, the BBC, the Burry Times, CNN, CQ Magazine, DX News, Jojo Vincencio, DU1VHY, Milford Daily News, the News Bulletin, the New York Daily News, Radio Society of Great Britain, Southgate Amateur Radio News, the Tehachapi News, Ted Randall's QSO Radio Show, WTWW Shortwave, the YL Beam, and your listeners. That's all from the Amateur Radio Newsline. Please send emails to our address at newsline at arnewsline.org. More information is available at Amateur Radio Newsline's only official website at arnewsline.org. For now, with Karen Eve Murray, KD2GUT, at the news desk in New York, and our news team worldwide, I'm Neil Rapp, WB. VPG in Bloomington, Indiana, saying 7-3, and as always, we thank you for listening. Amateur Radio Newsline is copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Here at the Digicom Cafe Communications Network, we're all about the power of voice. Did you know you could listen to this Cafe cast on your Echo Dot, 
by simply asking Alexa to play Radio on the Rocks? I created this skill many months ago. I was looking for a way to do this very easily and quickly, and I ran across a very unique platform. It's called VoiceFlow. VoiceFlow is a wonderful platform that makes it easy to create powerful voice applications without any coding, and faster than coding. There are many amazing tools out there to build voice apps, but their goal at VoiceFlow is to build the easiest, most powerful tool that gets as close to coding without needing to write a single line of code. So if you're interested in building your own Amazon skill for amateur radio, I suggest going to voiceflow.com and join their Facebook group, voiceflow.com. It's 4.30 in the afternoon. We're finally back. I've been doing a little research on D-Star because Michael W3MLJ, who was net control for the yacht group last night, the yacht youth net, asked a question about how to use D-Star with a Pi Star hotspot. And quite frankly, I didn't know the exact answer. Uh, it is a little bit different programming your radio for that than it is for my open spot. I've got the original open spot that just connects with Ethernet and I've been using that for quite a while and I really like it. In fact, I'm going to give you a little demonstration of uh, what it sounds like on my end. And I don't know if this is true for those of you that use the Pi Star or not. Basically, I have, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven channels. Three of them are for reflectors. So I've got one Charlie, 30 Charlie, and XRF205 Juliet, which is our Digicom Cafe D-Star reflector that's hosted by the Alabama Link. And I have a couple additional channels, one for Query, one for Info, one for Echo, and those give me good feedback so I know where I'm at and if I'm getting in or not. So, okay, let's do a little demonstration of how my ID31 is working here. Uh, it's very handy. I have some extra commands to tell me where I'm at, what the IP address is, gives me some echo feedback. Uh, it's really was really quite simple to program. So uh, let's first of all get some info on uh, the system here. I'll key it up. Open spot connected to RES001 Bronco. So it tells me where I'm connected. Then I can go to Query. This will give me the IP address of the hotspot. Open spot IP address 192.168.2.138. That's kind of useful if you're trying to go to the website and uh, do some uh, settings on it using their interface. Uh, we also have the echo feature. This is K5DCC, testing one, two, three. This is K5DCC, testing one, two, three. So I know I'm getting into it. And how I get into those different commands is in the settings. When you go to your call sign, uh, for example, for the echo, under uh, the UR uh, field, you just have seven spaces. And in the eighth space, you have the letter E. If you change to, say, a query, I think that one is an A. Yep, that is seven spaces and an A. And uh, info is seven spaces and an I. And of course, once you make your connection to a reflector, then you go to the channel that has CQ, CQ, CQ. And that'll allow you to converse with someone on that system. 
Now let's go change it over to uh, 30 Charlie. So I've got a channel for that, and that has in that call sign field REF 030 C and L, which tells it to link. And under the my call sign, with this system, all I have is my call sign. I don't have to have that extra B or other letter indicating what mode you're in. It just uh, needs your call sign, whatever it would be. So now let's uh, change reflectors, and there's probably some activity going on there. Open spot disconnected. Open spot connected to REF 030 Charlie. I handle it when I go out and, you know, go that route. So, anyways. So, we have some conversation going on here on 30 Charlie. And uh, it's going to be especially busy on one Charlie after I think it's six o'clock or seven o'clock. The international D Star net begins, and uh, I think today I'll probably share a little bit of that net to give you a taste. I'm not going to do all of it because it can last three to four hours. They have uh, 100 to 150 check-ins, and maybe more now. I don't know. Uh, with these hotspots, D Star is getting a bit more popular. So that's what I do for D-Star, and uh, I really love this little ICOM ID31 radio. I bought it uh, when it was discontinued, and it was really dropped in price. It was about half what it would normally cost uh, before they discontinued it, and it's been a very reliable radio. I also use that for analog to uh, connect with my All-Star node on our system here. And... Uh, Another feature I like about the ID31A, and probably the 51 is the same, maybe all of those uh, ICOM D-Star radios have the recording feature with an SD card. So I use that for recording all of our nets, and uh, tonight I will use it to record the D-Star net. However, one thing I've noticed about using the recorder is don't transmit with the recorder on. It's the memo uh, section, it will record memos. Uh, but with that thing going, there's a buzz that comes along with your transmitted signal. I think it's the pulsing because it listens and writes, listens and writes very quickly. And when people are listening on the other end, especially on analog, they hear that pulsing buzz, almost like a 60 cycle hum or a tone or something that's very disruptive to the signal. So if you use the record feature, don't transmit. Just use it to record a conversation and then turn it off before you transmit uh, or you'll have some unhappy listeners. I think that will be the next segment of today's podcast. It will be a sampling of the international D-Star net and I'll be using my ID31 going through my open spot. You'll be able to find this and everything else that's a part of this podcast on the show notes, which is essentially my blog my daily blog that ties in with each podcast. You'll find it on our Mighty Networks community. Whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast, you will find there in some notes a link to the podcast blog, which will contain all of the show notes, extra pictures, and embedded videos, links, all kinds of helpful information based on the topics and things we talk about in the podcast. And it, as well as this podcast, is dynamic. It changes throughout the day. So go check that out, and if you would, join our community. One of the things I want to do is to build a community here in the Digicom Cafe. And our community page is on a Mighty Networks platform. It's digicomcafe.mn.co. 
It provides a lot of ways that we can interact with one another. You can find out who is online close to you so you could get together for an eyeball QSL. Uh, we sure encourage you to make your own post under the various categories of either faith or technology. You can pick and choose whatever you want to read, whatever you want to see. Uh, send one another private messages or start a group conversation. Leave comments on other posts and uh, let's let's get this network effect going here and make this platform very useful for everybody. So stand by, I'll be back later for more. If you love the music on WTWW, here's a new way for you to request your favorite song online. Just go to WTWW.us on your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Look to the top of the page for the word requests. Click it and you'll find all the instructions right there. Use the first letter of the name of the artist or group that you'd like to request a song. Instantly, you'll see a complete list of the songs available. Click the button next to the title that you want to hear and poof, it's magic. Your request will automatically go into that hour's playlist, subject to availability, or be automatically moved to the next hour. It's Space Age technology at its finest. Just like a great old vintage jukebox without those annoying coins. Your request will automatically go right into our playlist. No email or phone call required. A Selectomatic instant request page on WTWW.us. Selectomatic is a registered trademark of Seaberg Incorporated. Another leisure high-tech service of the big one. 5085-WTWW. Okay, uh... Calling the International Vstarnet. This is KC9SIO. My name is Steve and I'm located in Champaign, Illinois. I will be the next troll station for this net. This net does meet every Sunday evening starting at 7 p.m. Central Time right here on Reflector 1 Charlie. Um, our, um, if there's, if there ever is a problem with Reflector 1 Charlie, our first backup is Reflector Six Alpha, and if for some reason we are unable to use Reflector Six Alpha, our back, our second backup reflector is Reflector Forty Eight. Boy, if there is anyone wearing that that needs to break it with an emergency call, time. I will see you right here on my five star dashboard. Or if you prefer, you may give your call sign by voice. Either way, I will see you right here. Uh, when checking in, please give your name and location. Coming through on Reflector 1 Charlie, such as DBAP, DBDONGO, Hotspot, whatever, and anything else pertaining to the net. Please remember to pause between transmissions to allow the system to recover. Also, when checking in, please give, please keep long enough to allow your... Two seconds will be perfectly adequate. And a quick reminder to please only key up when I call for check-ins because if you key up on someone's trying to check in, uh, not only could you knock out the person trying to check in, but you can knock yourself out as well. Therefore, neither one of you will be seen or heard. So again, please only key up when I call for check-ins and uh, let's see here. With that, um, let me grab my phone. Um... Come on, stupid phone. Okay, uh, let me reset real quick. Okay, guys, just keep in mind, I just got home. Let's see. 
ding, 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 ding. Uh, wait a minute. Nope, nope, I'm not doing that right. Come on. Okay, I've got K-E-H-A-N-U, K-E-H-A-N-T, N-A-Y-M-D, K-D-2-K, um, K-4, K-4, or excuse me, K-N-4, I-A-S, V-E-3-X-D-L, or V-E-3-D-X-L, excuse me, W-8-R-C-F, W-1-J-O-P, uh, K-E-9-D, N six C Z E W A seven V F Q W A two U U S and K four D X X N three Z K V K four N D C K I five C P N K F eight U U and five W W L V Y one D M K I or excuse me K one D A D N M seven A T E and and in M seven A T E, excuse me. We'll start with K E H N U. Good evening, Miss Danielle, and welcome to the International D Star Net. Uh, the mic is yours, young lady. We had a pretty good net on the quad net. We had quite a few check ins and um that we um, reminded everyone at the end that the day off tomorrow isn't just to have a day off. It's because Martin Luther King, he, um, he was a leader in nonviolent social change and nonviolent protest, and he's a very good person, so that's why we have our day off tomorrow. And on our weekend, we re- we did my we re- did my room and we kind of renovated it a little bit. And we took everything out and repainted it, and then we put it back in differently. And um, I think it looks really good now. And I hope everyone else had a great weekend. And now I'll go back to net control. This is KEHJNU. Full week, Miss um, Danielle. Um, well, anyway, um, sounds like you had a very full week. Um, anyway, thank you very much for checking into the net tonight. Ms. Danielle, you have a great week, and we very much look forward to hearing from you next week. Uh, great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, the next one I have on Lister's VE3DXL. Good evening, and welcome to the International East Hornet. The mic is yours. Uh, VE3DXL, VE3DXL. Good evening, and welcome to the International East Hornet. Uh, the mic is yours. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I was uh, doing something else. Um, very pleasant evening to one and all, and uh, a good week ahead for everybody. Um, not really much to say. Just wanted to uh, find out whether I could get into this net, which obviously I can. That's good. The reflectors are working well. Everybody's sounding good. And um, I don't know if the um, name here is Doug, Delta Oscar Uniform Golf, and we're located in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. On the... Uh, end of the I-75 across the river in Ontario from Michigan. And that's all we're going to do. We're just going to say 73 to one and all. Have a pleasant evening and a better day tomorrow, everybody. D3, the XML. Back to net control.
Okay. Uh, ding, 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 ding. Okay. Thank you very much for checking into the net tonight, Doug. Thank you very much for all that. Thank you very much for checking into the net. Um, you have a great week, and we very much look forward to hearing from you next week. Uh, great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, I'm losing call signs, so um, if I don't respond to you, it's because you were at the bottom of my five-star dashboard, and um, I've lost you at this point. Uh, so uh, please don't be offended. But anyway, the next one I have on the list here is KE9D, Kilo Echo 9 Delta. KE9ND, KE9ND. Good evening and welcome to the International Destarnet. Uh, the mic is yours. Yeah, good evening. Uh, name here is Ken and I'm in Sherville, Indiana. I uh, just thought I'd uh, check in and uh, uh, see how everything's going and uh, not too much to add, no traffic or anything, but uh, just wanted to check in and say hi. And uh, uh, anyway, that's about it. Uh, see you later. Okay, um, guys, please do not key up until I call for check-ins. Please, 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 please do not key up until I call for check-ins. Because um, right now I'm losing call signs here on my Play Store dashboard. I was not able to get in to take early check-ins, so I'm, I'm going off my Play Store dashboard. So please do not key up until I call for check-ins. And I just lost one, so... Um, if I've lost you, um, if I don't call you from the list that I named off, um, please don't be offended. It's because I've lost you because of some other key up. Okay, the next one I have on the list here is N6CZ. Good evening, Gary, and welcome to the International D-Starnet. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. Well, good evening to you, Mr. Steve, and to everyone on the net. This is Gary and 6 C's Eddie here in Montclair, California. We've got 67 degrees, if you can believe that. And uh, uh, it's kind of overcast today, but all all a pretty good day. Good football day. And uh, uh, Kansas City won, and it looks like the uh, San Francisco may be on, a, on their way to take uh, another game today. So it uh, uh, looks like we're going to have a pretty very good Super Bowl coming up. But uh, outside of that, all is well in the Southland, uh, for those that aren't aware of it, and have an any tone 878, uh, the new 1.17 firmware was released. So uh, for those that want to do that, um, you may want to crack it down and load it. But uh, other than that, I want to know, you know if I missed it, I apologize. Any news on Connie? And with that, I'll send it back to you, Steve, and 60s, Eddie. Okay, well, uh, let's see here. I texted her. on messenger either okay hello 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 okay um okay again please do not please nobody key up until i call for check-ins please okay gary um i have not received any texts from her yet so um Um, I have not received any text from her yet. Anything else? But um, as far as um, any updates, but um, I will definitely 
alert any I will I will definitely alert you guys if when I do see one. But anyway, thank you very much for checking the net tonight, Gary. You have a great week and we you have a great night and I'll catch you later. Uh, great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, thank you, Jim. <laughs> Um, I very much appreciate it. Um, next one I have on the list here is um, WA7VFQ. Uh, good evening, Jim, and welcome to the International Destarnet. The mic is yours, sir. Steve, I was uh, hoping that shot would uh, get some people in there for you, but uh, it looks like uh, you've had so many people just uh, chiming in that... Uh, they didn't get there because I know I was I peed up about three minutes before it started and I just realized the screenshot I took for you uh, uh, we missed a whole bunch so anyway if there, I can get you more on that uh, you have a great evening and uh, uh, yeah people just need to uh, go by the rules or this gets real messy hope you have a great evening uh, best of luck to Connie out there with her healing and uh, we'll take uh, um, good luck to you, Steve. WA7VFQ. Okay, well, thank you, Jim. That, this actually does help. So, this actually does get me caught up a little bit. So, um, thank you very much for that. Um, I do very much appreciate it. Okay, next one I have on this tier is, um, w, is uh, WA2UUS. Good evening, Joel, and welcome to the International Destarnet. The mic is yours, sir. Good evening, Steve, and everyone else on the net. Uh, this is Joel, WHUUS in Buffalo, New York, Western New York. We're, we're having a lot uh, of snow and ice and uh, wind. <laughs> and uh, I, I wish everyone a nice week ahead, and my best wishes to Connie. And thank you, Steve, for running the net tonight. Uh, back to you. This is WHUUS in Buffalo. Okay, well, uh, thank you very much for checking into the net tonight, Joel. You have a great week, and we very much look forward to hearing from you next week. Uh, great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, next one I have on this here is uh, K4DDX. Excuse me. K4DXX. Uh, Kilo 4 Delta X-Ray X-Ray. Good evening, and welcome to the International D-Stronet. The mic is yours. K4 DXX Kilo 4 Delta X-ray X-ray. Uh, good evening and welcome to the International Destronet. Uh, the mic is yours. Come on in. K4 DXX K4 DXX. Um, good evening and welcome to the International Destronet. Uh, the mic is yours. Come on in. Okay, nothing seen or heard from K4DX. He wants to heal. Next one I have on this here is uh, N3ZKV. Good evening, George, and welcome to the International VSTARNET. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. N3ZKV, George out of Rankin, Georgia. And I think you've got somebody beaconing there, Steve. Uh, N5VSA on a 
4100. I don't know what he's doing or where he's at, but uh, he's giving you some grief. N3ZKV, have a good evening. Thanks for running the net. Back to you, Steve. Uh, yes, N4VSA, you appear to be beaconing, so if you could please turn off your GF, your GPS auto transmit, I would very much appreciate it. Um, thank you, uh, and, and thank you, George. Yeah, I, I originally didn't want to say anything, but, um, yeah, I didn't have a choice. Uh, anyway, next one I have on list here is, uh, but anyway, thank you very much for checking into the net tonight, George. You have a great night. I'll catch you later. Great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, next one I have on list here is K4NDC. Good evening, Tony, and welcome to the International V-Star Net. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. Hello there, Mr. Steve and the group. Glad to hear your voice. Glad to see you doing well. Well, we just sitting home, just chow down. Now we're sitting around looking at some movies, and then we uh, head to bed. So with that, we're going to say 73 to everybody. Hope everybody have a great week coming up, and as usual, a prosperous new year. K4NDC, back to net. And thank you, Steve, for picking me up. Okay, yep, no problem, Tony, no problem, and thank you very much for checking in. Like Connie says, it wouldn't be a net without all of you checking in. Anyway, uh, thank you very much. You have a great night, and we'll ca- and I'll catch you later. Great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, next one I have on this here is KI5CPN. Uh, good evening, Michael, and welcome to the International Beast Run. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. KC9SIO, KI5CPN. It's good to hear everybody in there. Steve, you're doing a great job, man. We appreciate what you net controllers doing put up with. I would have made a huge mess of this thing. I heard a rumor that Miss Connie made a radio appearance. I was on a, some D-Star channel reflector I was on, but that's good to hear that if she's getting a little active again. I hope everything's working out for everybody, and hey, have a good new year, you guys. Hang in there, Steve. KC9SIO, KI5CPN. Well, I hope that's the case. Um, hold on a second. Okay, well, I hope that's the case, Michael. I, I certainly do hope that's the case. And you know what? After all, after this round of check-ins, I'll definitely call for her uh, and see if she's out there. But anyway, um, thank you very much for checking in the next night, Michael. You have a great week. We very much look forward to hearing from you next week. Uh, great to hear you on here. Okay, next one I have on list here is KF8UU. Good evening, Wes, and welcome to the International V-Star Net. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. KF8UU. Good evening, Wes, and welcome to the International V-Star Net. The mic is yours, sir. Okay, nothing seen or heard from Wes, which is odd. Uh, but anyway, I'll come back to him in a little bit. Uh, next one I have on list here is N5D. Excuse me, N5WWL. Uh, good evening, JJ, and welcome to the International Beast Barnett. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. Hey. WL. Uh, good evening, JJ, and welcome to the International Beast Barnett. The mic is yours, sir. Come on, Ed. Well, I did catch a half a syllable out of you, JJ, but I don't know. You're not coming through now, are you? Uh, you haven't keyed up. 
after that, I got a 0.4 second, 0.4 second transmission out. Uh, did you want to try that again, JJ? In uh, 5WWL to take it. Okay, Steve. Let's see if I can do better this time. Still trying to get used to the handy talkie after using my tablet for so long. Let's see if I'm getting through. But anyway, we're in the Gulf Coast, uh, on, in Mississippi, in Biloxi, visiting my brother for the weekend. Getting ready to head back to Louisiana, but we wanted to wait and say hello to you before we hit the road. Okay, JJ. Well, I'm I'm glad you did. I'm most certainly glad you did. Um, you. Anyway, I thank you very much for checking into the net tonight, JJ. You have a safe trip home and a and a great night. And I'll catch you later. Um, great to hear you on here tonight. And again, you have a safe trip home. Okay, next one I have on list here is uh. VYI, no, excuse me, VY1DM. I'll get that phonetically. Victor Yankee 1, Delta Mike. Um, good evening and welcome to the inter. Or maybe good morning and welcome to the International East Arnett. The mic is yours. Uh, VY1DM, VY1DM. Uh, good evening and welcome, or good morning, um, and welcome to the International East Arnett. Uh, come on ahead. Okay, let's try that again. Um, VY1DM, VY1DM, good evening, David, and welcome to the International D-Starnet. Uh, come on ahead, sir. Okay, nothing seen or heard from David. If he wants to check in, I'm sure. If he wants to check in, I'm sure he'll key up again. Uh, next one I have on this year is K1BAD. Good evening, and welcome to the International D-Starnet. Uh, the mic is yours. PC9. That's Good evening, Steve. Good evening to everyone on the net. Uh, coming in from Rainham, Massachusetts. Uh, just wanted to check in, say good evening to everyone. Uh, still praying for Connie. And good to hear that she's been heard on the radio. That's, that's good. Hopefully, uh, be heard more often. Uh, not much going on here. Just uh, a couple of inches of snow last night. Most of it cleared up. Go left on the sidewalks and uh, put clear off the streets. Just a good thing. Uh, we have not much more to add, so I'll send it back to net control. Day 73, God bless you all. This is day 1 BAD in Rainham, Massachusetts. For uh, checking into the, into the net tonight, sir, you have a great week. We very much look forward to hearing from you next week. Uh, great to hear you on here tonight. Okay, the next one I have on this year is. Um, M7 ATE. Good morning, Colin, and welcome to the International D-Starnet. Uh, the mic is yours, sir. Point, um, hello. Hey, there I am. Um, M7 ATE. M7 ATE. Good, uh, good morning, Colin, and welcome to the International D-Starnet. The mic is yours, sir. Shot, um, um, I'm going to give Colin one more shot. M7ATE. M7ATE. Uh, good morning, Colin, and welcome to the International D-Starnet. The mic is yours, sir. Come on in. I think it's seen or heard from Colin. Maybe he's just got a few irons in the fire right now. Who knows? Uh, let's see here. Let's try uh, Les again, though, before I move on to anybody else. Um... K-F-E-U-U, Les, are you back with us? 
KFAUU, Lester, are you back with us, sir? Today's daily devotional is entitled, The Light of His Presence, Exodus 34, 29 reads, Now it was so, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, and the two tablets of the testimony were in Moses' hands when he came down from the mountain, that Moses did not know that his skin of his face shone while he talked with him. Does the glory of God shine in us and through us today? And do we spend the kind of time before God that translates into others recognizing that there is something different about us and that we have been in the presence of God? Uh, Has having Christ in our lives made a glowing difference? Moses spent 40 days on Mount Sinai with God, and upon his return, there was an obvious indication in his countenance that he had been in the presence of God. Although Moses had been without physical nourishment for 40 days, his countenance didn't show the effects of not having been physically fed. The spiritual nourishment he received shone through in his physical being. Sadly, there are far too many of us Christians today who are far more concerned with feeding our bodies, and in many cases with food that is not good for us, than we are in feeding our spirit. Jesus said in Matthew 4, 4, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. If we were as careful to feed ourselves with God's word as we are to feed ourselves with the junk we eat, we would accomplish far more in the world for the cause of Christ and would probably live far healthier lives uh, that would enable us to serve God with more fervor. Uh, Upon Moses' return, he was unaware of the fact that his face was shining. Even as as he was made aware of it, his response says a lot about who he was as a servant of God. I'm afraid that today if men's face physically shone brighter than others, they would use it for their own benefit and glory. And we already see how many are filled with pride because they have gained knowledge or can speak eloquently and have misused their God-given talents and abilities for their own selfish gain and following. It's obvious from reading this passage that Moses was a humble servant. He considered the glory of God to be so great that he did not even notice his own countenance now shined. It's a privilege for us to shine the light of Christ in a dark world. We're called to be the light in this world, uh, but we must do so with humility, realizing that the light is not our own, as we know from Matthew 5, verses 14 to 16. Philippians 2, verses 14 through 16, reminds us, Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast to the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Moses did not boast of his position or look down on people because of this supernatural event. He did not use this as an opportunity to go before God with selfishness in his heart. Instead, he sought to intercede for the people. The extent of his humility was such that when he had the opportunity to take Abraham's place in becoming uh, the one from whom a great nation would come, he humbly turned it down and preferred that his name would be blotted out of God's book rather than that the Israelites perish, as we know from Exodus 32, verses 9 through 14. 14 and verses 31 and 32 of that same chapter. When I read this passage, two New Testament examples came to mind. In Acts chapter 4, verse 13, we read, 
what was said of Peter and John. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled and they realized that they had been with Jesus. We also read in Acts 6.15 in respect to Stephen when he was accused of blasphemy. All and all who sat in the council looking steadfastly at him saw his face as the face of an angel. This accusation uh, came in response to him preaching Christ, being filled with faith and power, and doing great wonders and signs among the people, as we know from Acts 6 8. Whether we consider Moses, Peter, John, or Stephen, the bottom line is that this was all possible because of God's presence. Moses shone not his own glory, but God's. He did not use this shining light. Uh, for his own fame and glory, but for God's. Peter, John, and Stephen were noticed not because of themselves and who they were, but because Peter and John had been with Jesus and Stephen was shining forth the light of the Holy Spirit, as we know from Acts chapter uh, 6, verse 10. The reason Moses wore the veil was twofold. First, he did it out of humility, but secondly, he desired that the people not be enamored by the fading glory of the law he brought to them, which would be replaced by the greater glory of Christ, as we know from 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Today, we possess this glory in Christ Jesus. We are to shine in this dark world by the Holy Spirit working in us and through us. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 5 and 6 clearly tells us, for we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants for Jesus' sake. For it is God whom commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Today God extends an invitation to you to accept this free gift of salvation. Will you accept it? Anyone who calls on Jesus by faith and repentance, confessing your sins, will receive eternal life. Do not put off calling on Him and receive Him as free gift of salvation today. Thank you for visiting and listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. This podcast can be heard on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher apps, plus the embedded anchor.fm widget at digicomcafe.com. You can also listen to all of our cafe casts on your Amazon devices by asking Alexa to play radio on the rocks. Now, please stand by for a word from one of our sponsors. way to get your ham ticket is through hamtestonline.com. The easiest way to upgrade is through hamtestonline.com. And the easiest way to ham it forward is through hamtestonline.com. hamtestonline.com. 